go talk to your buyer, pick up the phone, start building relationships with your buyer, get out of the echo chamber right now. Do yourself a favor. You owe it to the world to unmute your mic. Hey team, I want you to meet Danny Wolf, Director of Demand Generation at Cyber Six Skill. But first, here's what Ryan Paul Gibson said about Danny. Danny Wolf. Danny is the Director of Demand Generation for a cybersecurity company. And I like her because I can tell she, we align with sort of our philosophies on things around demand, which is you can't just ram a product into someone's face and expect them to think that they'll think that they'll buy it. Because that's not how B2B works. People just don't wake up and want to buy a solution. There's a process they go through of decision-making. Some of it's rational, some of it's emotional to eventually land at, you know, a list of solutions when the time is right. Uh, so I think she'd be cool to talk to. Danny, what are three ways your team converts your market into revenue? Yeah, it's a great question. And it really got me thinking. So the first is we provide as much simple practical, and the keyword here is practical, honest, and ungated information as possible in ways or angles that allow our buyers to learn something new that could be applied to their daily job. The key here isn't to expect that that there will be an immediate transaction. I, I just spoke to a buyer last week who said one thing that really resonates with me, time is the most valuable asset. And and so with that insight, we're letting buyers decide when their time can be used for our resources and assets as well. It's that pull-in versus the push for attention mindset. And I think more organizations are catching on to that more simple, pragmatic approach to their strategy. And those who are, the companies who are, are, are really going to win, in my opinion. The second is um, we're building a safe space community and, and boardrooms for our buyers in our niche to have conversations amongst themselves about those challenges that they're experiencing, that they're going through. And what that does is it allows them to ping pong new ideas on how to solve those issues. We're there, obviously, to join the conversation and help them find solutions to those problems in, in closed, face-to-face, -face, intimate forums and, and, and areas. And it's really been rewarding to see business grow from that. And the third is my favorite. It's collaborating with customers and end users to champion our, our point of view in different channels. You know, if you're in the security field, word of mouth, trust, and credibility is everything. And as a startup, it really takes a lot of time to build that credibility. So when you build authentic relationships with your customers, uh, with your audience, with your end users who then get excited uh, by the opportunity to do really creative things in spaces that that resonate with them and their audience, more trust, more visibility to your point of view will then will then occur, and and that's been really really pivotal for us since since the start of 2022, especially, and we're really doubling down on that into 23. What are three hard problems that you recently overcame? Yeah, so number one is is getting access to my buyers. It's really why I created Audience First podcast for years. I wasn't able to get in front of customers, believe it or not, due to constraints from customer success or sales. It blows my mind to this day, it really does. So I just went out by myself and started engaging with buyers to, to understand their motivations. I wanted to know what their goals were, their challenges, what makes them tick, right? What? How do they go about evaluating solutions? 
what triggers them to even start exploring tools. To me, that was critical so that I could use that information and those insights along with my teammates to create more thoughtful, thoughtful experiences and, and think about how to go to market versus just building a strategy solely based on assumption. To top that off, I found it frustrating and still do at times that other cybersecurity marketers in forums or on LinkedIn talk to other marketers about how to do things when I know for a fact that these strategies and tactics do not work in the cybersecurity industry. So I found it the responsible thing to do to break out of the echo chamber and share the insights that I'm learning on the podcast with other marketers and sellers, because it's crucial that they engage with security buyers in a more moral and ethical way in the long run. And I think in the short term, that's going to provide them with that exponential growth that they're looking for in the first place. So it's been one month since the launch of Audience First, and it's resonating so hard, which is really great to, to see finally. And the third challenge is, uh, is, is instilling my core values throughout my current organization as marketers or sellers in cybersecurity, specifically on the vendor side. We are equally responsible for protecting people. And if we're all about the profit first before the mission of protecting people, we are going to lose the battle real fast as an organization. And so when you come into a company that's fueled by appeasing investor profits, because we all know that loads of security vendors are just gushing with cash from investors, it's very hard to instill that mission before money mindset throughout the company because we're all stressed to double, triple. I mean, I've even heard someone say that he has to 5X revenue, which is crazy. Like, Fortunately, I've, I've grown really comfortable to speak up and, and relay my core values across the organization. And it's, I see that it's sticking in the right places. So, so I'm very hopeful that the customer first, the mission before money mindset will continue to thrive and grow at my company. And, you know, it's a process and it takes time and you just got to be comfortable with that. What are three roadblocks that you're working on now? Yeah, I don't have three, I have two. So one is becoming more technically literate to geek out with my buyers. It's one thing to have soft skills, which I think is needed on the buyer side in security, actually, and the marketing and sales side, to be honest. But it's another to be able to geek out with your buyer and speak their language. And I think marketers and sellers who are able to articulate challenges and solutions in buyer terms and in more technical terms, I strongly believe that's a differentiator on its own. Like why wait for a sales engineer to answer a more technical question You know, if a potential customer approaches you and they have that question when you can do it on your own and much earlier in the buying process? Because who knows if that security buyer will even have time for you again later down the line. Sometimes there are no second chances. A second roadblock I'm working on right now is getting the team and myself to simplify and then simplify again. Because I do not want to overpromise and underdeliver in the organization or to my buyers. So as a marketing team in an organization right now where I work, we're going through a lot of changes and transformation, definitely for the good. And so that requires us to do things a little bit differently, which is hard sometimes for people because we're so used to doing things a certain way. I'm notorious for biting off more than I can chew because I have so many ideas and I, I want to execute with my team, but it's not scalable. So 
now we're making it a habit to consistently identify and cut out trivial tasks, projects, programs that aren't making an impact on the business goal. And on top of that, simplifying the process of execution as well. What are three mental models that you use to do your best work? Yeah, so I strongly believe the order in which you do things matters and the biggest gains are at the bottom. And what does that mean? Think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Which is a five-stage uh, psychology model and states that the basic needs lower down in, in the hierarchy in the pyramid, right? Like food, water, shelter, security, and rest must be satisfied before individuals can attend to needs higher up in the pyramid, like relationships, accomplishments, and, and then finally that self, self-actualization, right? Achieving your full potential and, and creative activities. I like to look at the attainment of uh, organizational success as if it were a hierarchy of growth needs. My strong belief is that most marketers skip to the sexiest part of marketing, which is the persuasion part, the copy, creative design, landing page design, channel optimization, right? Those hooks and triggers, which if you look at Maslow's pyramid would be the equivalent to self-actualization. They skip the foundations, which is essentially validating everything you're going to do in the persuasion phase. So number one, the basic need, start with the goal. Do you even understand where you need to be in order to sustain and grow business? Then number two, customer fit. Do you even know who your target audience is? Do you know their motivations and needs? What is their journey? Where do they evaluate solutions? Number three, and this is a huge one data and analytics, right? Do you have the infrastructure in place to understand if you're even investing money in the right place? Number four, function and delivery. Are your customers even able to interact with your organization correctly, digitally and offline? And then usability, optimization, right? Are your experiences usable and intuitive based on customer buying preferences? Only then can you get to the sexy part, right? which most start with first, the persuasion. Does your message even resonate with your audience's motivations and needs? So again, the order in which you do things matters, right? The biggest gains are definitely at the bottom. If you focus on the foundations, if you can hone in on the foundations first, your conversion and business goals will, will be met. Then you can ask the question, can we retain them now? The second model that I like, I like to focus on is Parkinson's law of uh, triviality or bike shedding, which which is an observation about the tendency to waste time on trivial tasks while, while unimportant tasks go unattended. And uh, I first heard about this model a year or so ago on the podcast, Everyone Hates Marketers by Louis uh, Grenier. By the way, like I really urge anyone listening to this episode to head over there and dig in. So much of what I do now is, is influenced by, by the no bullshit information there that he shares. So when I heard that episode on bike shedding and why marketers spend time on trivial tasks versus the important ones, I was like, holy crap, this is a really refreshing slap in the face. The third, I guess, is it's not really like, I don't know if it's a mental model, but it's just something I say say to myself, if you focus on the mission, you will make the money. And uh, you know, a few of my guests on, on Audience First have said that as security practitioners, if you focus on the mission, you will make the money. And that's something that has really allowed me a breath of fresh air as a marketer, because I've seen in a very short period of time that if you do focus on the mission, you will start seeing that exponential growth that as a startup, you're required to achieve. What are three techniques that other GTM teams need to try? 
Yeah. So again, I'm sorry, I don't have three, I have two. I know I didn't do my homework. I think listen more, talk less, and actually apply what, what you've learned. It's not enough just to listen. You definitely have to process what you're hearing from your customers, take those insights and apply them selectively. Many buyers in this market, specifically in cybersecurity, are, are bitching about what vendors are doing publicly. Yet vendors, they continue to run these shady tactics and it drives me nuts. So just listen and apply and the second is do not focus on displacing competitors. It is a very expensive play. And in most cases, security teams aren't even looking to replace solutions unless they're absolutely incredibly disgruntled. Then maybe you got a chance. They don't have time uh, to replace solutions. You know, it's heavy lift. Uh, they don't have budget or they're likely just needing to complement your solution with, with your competitor, to be honest. Who are three operators that should be our next guests and why? I haven't met these wonderful people, but I've spoken to them on one occasion or another. First, I definitely recommend um, Vladimir Blagojevic. My goodness, I hope I'm saying his name right. He's the co-founder of FullFunnel.io. I actually follow him on LinkedIn. And yeah, he's helping B2B marketers who market to people in accounts that have long sales cycles, like me and helping helping us out do things a little bit more strategically and methodically. I think the way he educates B2B marketers with his smart playbooks is is awesome. It's so useful and he's one of those people who understands the value of simplicity and practicality and, and again, people who do that are going to win. Second is Andra Zaharia who is just a rock star gal. She is uh, a cybersecurity content marketer, uh, a pro and host of a Cyber Empathy Podcast. She and I subscribe to the same mission and she's helping those in tech really understand how and why people connect through technology and helping us to really like, you know, understand and, and make wiser decisions and, and, you know, be human at the end of the day, which is required in, in security and in technology. Third is uh, Gatano Dinardi. He's been off grid for a little bit. I hope everything's okay there. You know, I, I really like that he's not comfortable with the status quo. I, I like that he speaks up and challenges the audience. He's thinking about doing things differently as a marketer, which is really refreshing. So I, yeah, he's been down low. So definitely worth having a conversation with him. Thank you, Danny. What should people who love what you're saying go do next? Yeah, for sure. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, my podcast is Audience First. It's on Substack right now. You can also listen on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify. I mean, it's right now um, really focused on cybersecurity um, because that's my main challenge and I'm focusing on what's going to help me out. And uh, wow, it's just been so well received by, by the community, both practitioners and buyers and sellers. So uh, do listen in. It's just, it's real people. It's real security people on the front lines telling you what what pisses them off and and what they like, which is exciting. It's, it's exciting to get shit lists. So go do it. Hey team, what did you think about this? I think you need to put Danny Wolf on your go-to-market radar. If you can't recruit her, you can go join Danny's team over at Cyber Six Skill, or you can come join mine at Monograph. We're both hiring. Oh, by the way, have we met yet? I'm Chris Morgan, host of the Market to Revenue podcast. Shoot me an email right now about what you thought about this episode. It's chris at markettorevenue.com. Talk to you in a moment.